Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Those of you that are out running naked now, uh, you can take a little breather because, well, first of all, let me say that naked running doesn't mean what it used to mean. Uh, It used to mean that you were running without clothes on. Now, apparently, it means running without GPS, music, or any other tech. You just out there listening to Mother Nature while you're running. That's called naked running. Oh, okay. Well, isn't that special? Well, you can out, as long as you're out there naked running in California, you can know now that the governor has signed a... A new law that's going to raise the minimum wage for fast food workers up from an average of about $16 an hour to $20 an hour starting next year. Huh. So we have uh, Uber, DoorDash, and Grubhub delivery workers getting $20 an hour by 2025. Uh, I think Walmart is uh, stepping up. I don't know what their minimum wage is for employees, but they're saying now that, uh, yeah, you know, you don't have to have a college degree for any of our corporate job listings. I know what it says, but don't worry about it. You don't need a college degree. Oh, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that at all with the, about the college degree thing for uh, specific jobs. If you're able to do the job, great. If you're not, sorry do another job that's the way it works now you're looking at minimum wage in uh california at 20 dollars an hour nothing says hey you'll have more time to be a naked runner because robots will be doing your job people may actually be naked running looking for work in california i mean new york as well and all the other states that are raising minimum wage just to try to appease the low-income voters, and they don't realize that, uh, yeah, you're going to be getting $20 an hour, but you're not going to be working 40 hours a week. And, uh, by the way, you know what? Uh, You're not going to be working at all because we've got a robot that does your job now. But, hey, you keep signing those bills into law, okay? You keep telling people, hey, you're going to be making $1,000 an hour. Yeah, you can't work. But you're going to be making $1,000 an hour. Guess I'll just go run naked. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Isn't this interesting? So a little over four months ago in May, if you're listening live, today is the 29th of September, 2023. And wow, did September go by fast or did it just go by like it normally does and it just seemed like it went by fast? Anyway, uh, it's the 29th of September, 2023. Uh, A little over four months ago, back in May, uh, Oscar Mayer announced that the Wienermobile would be referred to as the Frankmobile. And I remember talking about it thinking, wow, that's stupid. Well, now they're changing uh, back to uh, the Wiener Mobile. Uh, duh. So it was a Franktastic summer celebrating 100% beef franks with the Frank Mobile. But the associate director at Oscar Mayer said, yeah, like many of you, we miss our original icon. Yeah, so many people thought it was stupid and said, hey, what are you doing? 
we decided, yeah, we're going to go ahead and change it back to the old Wienermobile. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It's only, you know, it started, uh, I don't know, 87 years ago. <laughs> uh, so uh, how about we just leave it the Wienermobile? Okay. That's probably a smart move. Yeah. I know that uh, I was reading how it got started. Uh, Carl Mayer, a uh, nephew of the founder of Oscar Mayer, said that uh, he came up with an idea of a 13-foot metal hot dog on wheels to transport the company spokesman and uh, general body company of chicago made the first wienermobile it had open cockpits in the center and the rear and then due to safety upgrades and we you know we probably need to make this thing uh, you know actual an actual vehicle they gave it some upgrades and they gave it glass enclosure for the driver and passengers the only time it was retired was during world war ii during um gas rationing doesn't say how long here on the website how long it was retired for but then it was back back on the road the oscar meyer wiener mobile so it's no longer the frank mobile which is uh, an actual good move on their part and i'll let you in on a little secret um if you're listening now and you continue to listen at some point today we're going to do the uh what's the lie game game show with our returning champion uh, question in the fat five or in the it's not the fat five <laughs> in what's the lie the fat five is a segment i do during pat gray's show uh during uh, what's the lie the game show is about the oscar meyer wiener mobile so i'll let you know that one is the lie Shh, you'll be able to play along i'm just letting you in on it i probably shouldn't do this but you know where's the fun and in, in that if you if you already know but you know now you already know uh, so the, the lie in what's the lie today, you know, don't tell anyone, but when you listen to what's the lie and you listen to our returning champion, know that the question or the lie, the headline is since changing the Oscar Meyer Wienermobile name to Frank mobile back in May, they're now going all electric. That is not true. And we'll see if our returning champion, Kevin Schroer, We'll be able to get this. Don't tell him. So back a couple years ago, maybe even wasn't even that long ago, we got news of a harm reduction program in Maine. And uh, they were said to have provided crack pipes or crack pipe mouthpieces in the harm reduction program kit. And it was being available to anyone. Now, I was informed uh through an email that i would be receiving a harm reduction program kit i never received it i'm very sad about that uh i do still want that if uh if my man is listening to chewing the fat still uh and was part of the main (laughs) harm reduction program dude i never got it I don't know. Maybe you sent it. Maybe you didn't. I know you said that uh, you were going to send one. It was going to have the card that certifies uh, that you could, you know, that this was actual thing. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, possessing needles and crack pipes and meth pipes, etc. So we have to get people taken care of in this harm reduction program. Well, come to find out the harm reduction program is still ongoing. Uh, it funds now a Texas organization. So this has to be going on around the country. Uh, I don't know that it's, that it's being reported a lot, but we had a big time, uh, you know, 
expose on the harm reduction program here in Texas because it, there's a program that's distributing crack pipes. Yay! So since last year, uh, and the El Paso Alliance has received nearly $800,000 from the Department of Health and Human Services as part of the nation's first federal harm reduction program. Well, I mean, we know that took place back in 2022 anyway, uh, last year, maybe before that. uh, Maybe it was probably just after Biden took office, but it was part of their harm reduction program. So they distribute smoke kits to drug addicts. And yeah, sure. Uh, the kits include a small cylinder glass, you know, a crack pipe. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was illegal for the you to have the drug paraphernalia in Texas, but it's probably illegal in most states. But sorry about it, it doesn't matter. So I, I know this has been going on for a while. I still want a kit, please. Uh, I, I, they can't arrest. Well, I guess they could arrest me for having paraphernalia, but there'll be no residue on it. I promise there won't be any crack residue on it. And, uh, so I want the kit just to have the kit, please. Someone send me a harm reduction kit, <laughs> but just know that it is going on all over the country under the guise of harm reduction. And I guess giving drug addicts drug paraphernalia as part of the harm, I'm sorry, the smoke kits is good. So good. You know, I've been telling you about uh, QPGoatSoap.com. Well, it's actually Quinn Pittman and his goat soap store. And that's at qpgoatsoap.com. I really should reach out and talk to Quinn. This he's a fast he's living the American dream and he's only 16 years old. I uh, started when he was 9. Incredible. And you know, mom and dad help out making the soap, the sister wraps the soap, they make the lip balms. Uh, they have uh, other family members taking care of the shipping and tech issues and Quinn is running it all. Top of the mountain, living the American dream. Quinn Pittman. Go to qpgoatsoap.com and use the promo code Jeffy and get 10% off, by the way. You can do that. But it's an incredible product. They've got shampoo bars and they've got uh, men's fragrances on top of women fragrances. They have special uh, seasonal scents. I mean, it's just amazing what Quinn is cracking the whip and making his family do for uh his goat soap product it is really incredible i i i I have to talk to we have to talk to quinn about living the american dream because he is definitely do it look you want soap uh to leave your skin soft and you don't want it to be dried out after you use the soap which is what goes on when you use regular soap hello notice how your skin Uh, also dries out after you use regular soap and then you have to go buy products from the same company to make your skin softer huh funny how that works isn't it but if you use quinn's goat soap that's what it you're doing it it's all in one It's, it's amazing so uh i mean he's been doing this since he was nine i told you that it's incredible so they're very proud of their product and they want you to know about it. So 
I mean, Quinn is the deal. He's standing at the top of the mountain at 16 years old, living the American dream. So check it out and make your skin soft and just voluptuous like it should be with goat soap from Quinn Pittman. QPGoatSoap.com. QPGoatSoap.com. Use the promo code Jeffy. Get 10% off. Uh, QPGoatSoap.com. Offer code. That's a promo code. It says use code. So I don't know if it's a promo code, if it's an offer code. Just use the code Jeffy. J-E-F-F-Y. That'll get you 10% off your total order. QPGoatSoap.com. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So I guess since the writer's strike is over and I guess the actor's strike will be over soon enough and I guess they're going to strike against the gaming industry soon. But I see where the Golden Globes, uh, the 81st, Golden Globe Awards is supposed to take place January 7th, 2024. I don't know that that's actually going to happen, to be honest. But okay, if you if you claim that it is, fine. They announced uh, this past week that they're adding a couple of new categories. That's what you need to fix people watching the Golden Globes and watching any of the the award show for that matter, is to add some new categories. One of the categories that they added was Best Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. Oh, okay. So this year is going to include eight nominees uh, from among the year's highest earning and most viewed films that have gained extensive global audience support and produced exceptional creative content. Films will be eligible if they achieve a box office receipt total gross of $150 million, of which $100 million must come from the U.S. domestic box office and or obtain commensurate digital streaming viewership recognized by trusted industry sources. Meanwhile, films released after November 22nd through the end of the calendar year may qualify based on projected box office performance and or digital streaming views from trusted industry sources so anyone it doesn't matter there's a couple of little rules in there but we're going to try to get it together on that now we also uh added a new category for best performance in a stand-up comedy on television (laughs) so the best comedian on tv so it's going to recognize six nominees who gave traditional stand-up comedy performances of at least 30 minutes other than roles in television series, limited series, anthology series, or motion pictures made for television. On a recognized media platform, uh, individual social media accounts do not qualify. Okay? Yeah. None of you people out there trying to make it on your own count. Okay? Only programs first aired or made available for viewing on demand in the United States during the qualifying calendar year are eligible. So don't think you're going to pull one off and post something in Italy and have it be a hit and then have the Golden Globes congratulate you here, my friend. No, 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 no. You will have done something on a recognized media platform and it will be in the United States. Okay. It'll first air and made available for viewing 
on demand in the United States. Not quite sure. I thought the internet was World Wide Web. I'm not sure how that, I guess, I guess it's just United States Wide Web. So good luck. And uh, man, do I want to watch the Golden Globes. I mean, I used to love them. I, and, I, and I like seeing the, the actors and stuff, but, you know, now they can't find anybody to host it. They all fight over being politically correct. And to be honest, with social media, whether it's on a recognized media source or not, uh, social media has kind of uh, ruined the whole thing of, hey, there's a celebrity uh, because we see them all the time. And there they got their face right in front of you. And me, I mean, I, my face is out there, too. I'm not, you know, I'm not putting myself up there with any of the fantastic golden globe uh, uh, nominees or winners oh no but i am saying that you see people all the time now because of social media so i feel like these award shows eh, let's just move on we do have good news in the presidential campaign though vernon supreme known for his boot hat and remember, he promised free ponies for everyone if uh, if he won. He has now launched his 2024 presidential ambitions tour. Oh, that's so sweet. Good for him. So Vernon is in the heat. Uh, the former presidential candidate, best known for uh, wearing his boot. Let's see. Launched his 2024 campaign. It's supposed to start today, which is the 29th of September. Uh, he has run in the Republican, Democratic, and Libertarian Party presidential primaries since 2004. He's kicking off his presidential ambitions tour with a fundraising event in Athens, Ohio at the Cannabis Museum. So you have a chance to see him if you're anywhere uh, in, uh, in the area around the Cannabis Museum in Athens, Ohio. The tour name is a play on presidential. Got it. Presidential. Because uh, he's known, he uh, said in one of his campaign pledges that he would make toothbrushing mandatory if he was elected president. So his tour is going to feature 10 more stops across Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York before concluding October 9th. Now, the thing is, it doesn't say where he's registered as a candidate for 2024 the federal election commission's records i don't want to bog you down with facts or anything damn it vernon needs to be on the on the campaign trail can't stop vernon from running for president (laughs) uh his pony up uh, for vermin supreme the candidate committee raised nearly ninety thousand a few years ago so he's raised a little bit of money and he's out there running again so good for him uh, he's promising, he has promised, uh, free ponies. As I said, he promised, uh, mandating that everyone must brush their teeth. And he also said that he would do time travel research to kill baby Adolf Hitler. So how can you not like Vernon Supreme? You can't, that's how you, I mean, that's, you just can't. Oh, and the Texas State Fair, I guess, starts today. Yay! September 29th through the 22nd of next month. Uh, in fact, uh, it's already open. By the time you're listening to this show, it's open. Uh, and you don't have to be worried. Uh, you know, Big Tex is up there, uh, you know, happy and proud with his Big Tex 
belt buckle on and all the good stuff. And also, they announced uh, that uh, after 5 p.m., all minors age 17 and younger must be accompanied by a parent, guardian, or chaperone who is 21 or older. So if you're out of work looking for a gig, I would go stand outside the Texas State Fair and charge these kids money to be their chaperone. <laughs> That'd be just me. Uh, you know, yeah, it could be your, what do you want me? You want me to be a parent? You want me to be a guardian? Or you want me to be a chaperone? Each one has a different price point. So as a parent, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting some more money. Uh, as a guardian, yeah, I'm gonna, that's going to be a little bit cheaper than a parent, but you know, I'll do it as a chaperone. Yeah. That's your cheapest rate, but, uh, you don't get much from me. I'm just a chaperone and, uh, you're on your own. So you have that to look forward to at the fair and there are all kinds of, like, I looked at the website, uh, big and it talks about uh, some of the new fun sized fair attractions for everyone. That's included, all-inclusive. Uh, soap Bubble Circus, Street Circus, Dinosaurs at the Lagoon, Dino Tales with Dr. Diggy Bones. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Dino Tales with Dr. Biggie. I'm sorry, I said it wrong again. I, I want to say Biggie, but it's not Biggie, it's Diggy. Dino Tales with Dr. Diggy Bones. Get it? I obviously didn't the first time. Acrobuffos. Uh, home of the holiday experience, Sarah Twister. Oh, world-renowned street performer Sarah Twister brings her contortionist and archery skills to the fringe stage, featuring mind and body, bending archery trick shots, and plenty of comedy. This show has something for everyone. Hall of State, Texas Tech University Centennial. And then you're on to the stuff that you already had before in the past. And plenty of state fair food and, and go through the barns and see the biggest pigs and the biggest cows and the smallest pigs and the smallest cows and hey let's look at some horses and there's some dogs and let's have some fun and let's eat a bunch of stuff that's really bad for us i mean that's supposed to be bad for us and uh you know then we'll get sick and we'll just go home okay have a nice day and we'll walk around for hours and not that i uh you know it's a bad thing to walk around for hours it's just that oof the fairgrounds. The last time we were there, we were there and we ate all that fair food. Oh man, some of it's some of it's so good, and some of it is so bad. I told you I had this guy who used to live next to my aunt uh, in Florida, and he was an old you know fair carnival guy, and he and he that's what he did. He had his little cart and he made deep fried hot dogs and deep fried stuff. And every time we would go to my aunt's, he would fire up the cart, man. He had the wheels off of it. It was in the backyard, but he would open it up and fire up the oil and just make us deep fried stuff. It was so good. Now that's the kind of fair you want to go to. Just walk over to the neighbors and fire up the old deep fryer. All right, before we get to uh, who died today, I wanted to do a quick uh, update on the story that I did, I think yesterday, of Mike Beaton, the British Airways uh, pilot, co-pilot, who was dismissed for bragging to his co-workers about his cocaine snorting exploits and 
you know, he was couldn't even lift his head up off the pillow, and he was talking about how he was doing coke off uh, topless women, and you know, with the night with guys and women in South in Africa in Johannesburg, and uh, so he's lost his job. But as I was reading that story, and I didn't mention it yesterday, I was reading, uh, I was reading back again uh, later on in the day to see if I had, uh, you know, if there was anything that I missed in the story, and there was his wife. This is a perfect chewing the fat moment, and it worked, okay? Just because someone sends, puts a mic in front of you doesn't mean you have to speak. I'm happy that people do. We get great sound clips when people do. Local news loves it. Man on the street, we get great stuff from it. But really the rule is, you know, if they come to your house or you're on the street, you don't have to answer. And you can. it's okay to say, I don't know. I don't know. If somebody asks you a question, you don't have to prove, I have to prove I'm so smart. I'm on the street and someone has a microphone in front of my mouth. I have to answer these questions. No, no, you don't. You can say, I don't know, but people don't. And you know, I like it that they don't, but you don't have to. Anyway, as I'm reading the story about my man, the the coked up co-pilot, it says here uh, that his wife, was confronted by reporter by reporters all right so these reporters all just came on to the wife and they're asking what do you think about that and instead of going off she said hey speak to my husband about it she didn't even need to say that she just closed the door but at least she followed the rule of thumb from chewing the fat. Just because someone puts a microphone in front of your face doesn't mean you have to speak. She didn't even have to say that. Uh, you speak to my husband about it. But I wouldn't even have said that if I was her. But it's perfect because they can't, there's nothing there. It's just, yeah, just speak to him. All right, get away from me. Plus, I mean, she may have been okay with it. So who died today? Who died today? Senator Diane Feinstein, a Democrat from California, dead at the age of 90. Rest in peace. Now, we on this very program, when she fell not too long ago, had a live report from the hospital. We didn't know if she had survived that fall. All right, maybe she didn't. Maybe they've been carrying her around since that time. I don't know that, though. But... I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't know that, but uh, it's looking like they finally reported it, and that she is uh, now dead at the age of ninety. She's going to be—they'll have her lying in state in the rotunda because she was still in office. Yeah, they've already shown that someone has put flowers at her Senate desk, and uh, it's just—it's going to be a weekend, and I don't know how long she gets to lay, lie in state for being a great senator. But she's a Democrat. And she was, you know, she fought the good fight for the good people. And uh, from and so we'll see, you know, uh, re- be ready. Be ready for a never-ending onslaught of how great Dianne Feinstein was. Her never-ending fight for gun control and uh, females and on and on and on. So just be ready for that. And so, sure, she was, you know, not well and missed all kinds of votes and was told what to do. 
for the last few years, but don't worry about, forget about all that. And so now who sits in her seat, right? I mean, uh, the governor of California appears as though he wants to run for president. He hasn't said so publicly, but it certainly appears that way. So can he take it over? Can he appoint himself as uh, you know what? I'll do it. Now that's below someone who wants to be president. I know, but it does get him in the door. Uh, but as governor of California, he's already in the door. Now he has said that he, in the past, that he would appoint a uh, black female if a seat became available. Okay. Uh, well, a seat's available. So who is that going to go to? And you have Diane Feinstein, who has said that she wasn't going to run at the end of her term uh, already. So people were already pointing out that uh, they were going to run for her seat. And I would venture to say, and I could be, I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. I'm talking on a podcast to you, chewing the fat listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the show, for following me on social media at Jeffy JFR on X, Jeff Fisher radio on Facebook and Instagram. I really appreciate it. Means a lot to me, but who is he going to replace Diane until they have the election? Is it going to be that douchebag Adam Schiff? Oh my gosh. Is Katie Porter, is she white? She's running for office too. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh no, you can't Katie Porter. She is a nightmare. Remember her, and she was the one who abused her husband. Yes, I just looked at her picture, and I remembered that's Katie per- Porter. <laughs> we can't appoint her. So there was another one that was Barbara Lee from Oakland. Barbara Lee. Yeah, she is a black female, so she may appoint her, and uh, that will give her an upper leg when they have to have the election and she is just the temporary senator in place of Diane can't be uh, Katie Porter oh my gosh no she was abusing her husband she is a nightmare <laughs> and it can't be Adam Schiff so it probably will be uh, Hill appoint uh, Barbara Lee and uh, okay then I'm making a prediction I don't know anything again I don't know anything but it probably will be Barbara Lee all that having been said, rest in peace, Diane Feinstein. Uh, at the age of 90, we lost her. And I don't think it was that. I know you probably had a little thought run through your mind. Oh, I wonder if it was that. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she's been in and out of the hospital a number of times the last few years. So I'm sure that she got the shot. But does that have anything to do with her death? Doesn't say it in the story. So stop looking at me like that. Rest in peace, Diane Feinstein, dead at the age of 90. All right, let's talk a little bit about Fat Bear Week. So we have Fat Bear Week coming up uh, starting uh, next week, okay? Uh, The premiere of Fat Bear Week with the brackets are going to be revealed next week. And uh, we already are smack dab in the middle, and I didn't mention it yesterday, but you have through today to vote for Fat Bear Jr., okay? Uh, you have the bracket for Fat Bear Jr. as well. However, I will say this, that it might not happen at all. 
because uh, no, Fat Bear Jr. ends today. And then Fat Bear Week, with their brackets, st- we're starting next week through you know October 4th through the 10th, right? Well, we'll come to find out uh, with the looming government shutdown, we can't have Fat Bear Week. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, there's no way. It's just not possible. Uh, why not? Well, uh, you know, the national parks will be closed. And uh, the look, if they shut down the government, Sunday would halt the launch of the contest scheduled to begin next week. Now, it says that... I don't know what happens if let's say we have a shutdown and then Monday they come back and say, okay, we funded the government. We had only shut down for the weekend. Does that mean fat bear week starts up again on the fourth? Like it was supposed to, I don't know. I don't know. So it's just that they're the national park service. There's no way that, uh, they can have fat bear week with the national parks shut down because the park rangers will be furloughed. And they always, while the bears will continue to get fat, (laughs) the March Madness style brackets won't be updated. Yeah, because the park rangers do that at the Katmai National Park. And it looks like they're talking about shutting down the webcams too. Wow. Yeah, because you can't, can't just leave the cameras on. No, that's impossible. That is impossible just to leave the cameras on. Can't do that. So keep your fingers crossed for the, you know, the looming government shutdown. Now I will say this, uh, I will say this, that if the government shutting down means that I have to do without fat bear week, so be it. I'm okay with it. I know. I know. Uh, I was actually thinking about, uh, as a bit for Pat Gray unleashed is going to Katmai National Park and reporting on the Fat Bear Week uh, brackets live from Katmai National Park. But I won't be able to get in. And even if I could get in, I won't know exactly where to go because there won't be any park rangers there to help. I have to be out there all by myself with the bears, me and the bears, no cameras, nothing. So if the, the government shuts down, that won't happen. We won't have Fat Bear Week. We won't be able to watch the bears get fatter. It's just going to be ugly. And that's the ugly I want. All right, one more animal story. Uh, a Phillies fan, uh, that's the Philadelphia Phillies, that's the Major League Baseball team, Philadelphia Phillies, uh, has an emotional support animal, an alligator, named Wally Gator. I feel like we've talked about him before. Uh, I think he has a presence on one of the social media accounts, maybe maybe TikTok probably for sure, maybe Instagram. Uh, I, I just feel like we've talked about wally gator before because this the guy joey henny of jonestown pennsylvania uh has owned the alligator and i feel like we've talked about him before because it's an emotional support alligator and he's had it for like seven years anyway he tried to get into citizens bank park and they wouldn't let him in I think that's a lawsuit. Now, he was joking around. We had a video of him outside of the stadium, and people were petting the gator, and he likes to give hugs, and it helps him with his depression. And he said that the gator has never bitten anyone yet. I put the yet in. And uh, so, you know, it's fine. But according to Citizen Bank Park's policy on support animals, it's posted that 
guide dogs, service animals, or service animals in training are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. So if Joey has an actual service animal tag for Wally Gator, I can't say no. I'm sorry. But now, now it's possible that he doesn't. It's possible that he just calls his gator an emotional support gator, but it isn't tagged and legal through the state, which is very possible. So he doesn't, it's a way for the stadium to say, yeah, no, uh, we're not letting you in here with your gator. Okay. We appreciate you and Wally Gator wanting to come to the game, but not today. Okay. (laughs) But if he is actually documented as a support animal, good luck to the Philadelphia Phillies because that's a lawsuit. I'll tell you, I I know that uh, maybe the XFL or the USFL, the NFL can kick him out at any time. But the uh, I see where it's reported that the XFL and the USFL are going to merge and they'll begin playing next year. That'll be an interesting thing. I don't know that that's actually uh, that that will actually happen if the regulators will let that happen. But it's being reported that they're going to merge. The XFL actually drew some crowds. The USFL looked like they were struggling to have a crowd. So maybe they need to get maybe Wally Gator in there as a mascot with Joey from Pennsylvania and, you know, draw a little bit of crowd to the USFL. I don't know if it's going to be, it's just going to be the NSFL League, the National Spring Football League. That's, I guess, the trademark that they had filed for. So they filed 22 new trademark applications. Wow. Uh, NSFL. National Spring Football League. Okay. I mean, that's where The Rock got involved because The Rock went to the NFL and said, hey, you guys are the deal. We're just here. We just want to be your, uh, you know, your minor league. And, uh, and we'll work it with you. We don't want to work against you. We want to work with you. So I don't know who's going to be in charge of the new National Spring Football League, but I'm guessing it's going to be The Rock and his ex-wife. But it doesn't say that here. Um, You know, The Rock is part of XFL. So I'm guessing that uh, now he goes and he takes, goes before the NFL with the National Spring Football League and brings the XFL and the USFL together and just bows down to the NFL and says, we're here for you. We're here for you. Just let me make a few million off of your back. And the NFL is like, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's Friday, so it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? What's the Lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four, count them, one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true, thus that's where we get what's the lie our returning champion contestant today kevin schroer if he wins 
Not only is he going to get to come back for another round, but he will win a Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. And for more information, you can go to Talking Sense Facebook group and find the Freshie scented design just for you. If you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on What's the Lie, email chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Kevin, welcome back to What's the Lie. How are you, sir? Good, how are you? I am fantastic. I hope you have, a, have had an exciting week uh, knowing that you uh, you spent the week as champion of What's the Lie. I haven't gotten my uh, talking sense well, yet. Well, no, I, I was going to send. I, it's all ready to go, it. but, I mean, it's coming. If you, I was waiting. To, if you win today, you get two. Oh, I mean, please. holy cow. <laughs> I know. How are things in Kansas, though? Well, just lovely. Yeah? I know. There's a lot, of, a lot of stories coming out of Kansas this last week, and I thought of you. I just want you to know you were thought of. I'm glad. Yeah, well, you're welcome is what I'm saying. All right, you ready to uh, you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. Uh, four headlines, one not real. What's the lie? Headline number one, ride passengers rescued after dangling upside down 75 feet for half an hour. Headline number two, since changing the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile name to Frank Mobile back in May, they're now going all electric. Headline number three, archaeologists discover 2,000-year-old child's shoe with laces intact. Headline number four, uneven gravity makes you weigh more in Illinois than Indiana. Those are your four headlines. Headline number one, ride passengers rescued after dangling upside down 75 feet for half an hour. Headline number two, since changing the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile name to Frankmobile back in May, they're now going all electric. Headline number three, archaeologists discover 2,000-year-old child's shoe with laces intact. Headline number four, uneven gravity makes you weigh more in Illinois than in Indiana. All right, Kevin. What is the lie? I'm going to go with number two. You would be absolutely correct. Congratulations, week number two in a row. You know what I think? I think we're going to have, I'm going to have to get a video, because I think maybe, and I'm not saying you did this. All right, I'm not saying you did this. And congratulations. I want you to be a proud winner uh, of, the, of what's the lie. That's week number two. You're coming back for week number three. Uh, I, I'm excited. I mean, you 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 might have a house full of freshies pretty soon. That might happen. <laughs> I mean, you can calm the excitement down. But uh, you're not cheating, are you? I'm not cheating. I I just figured I heard that story from you before about the Wienermobile, so I thought you might try tricking me with uh, just adding to it. All right. Well, now you're getting a little bit too smart for your pants. Okay. <laughs> a little bit too big for your britches. All right, Kevin. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for playing. What's the lie? I gotta do the clothes. I got so wound up of thinking, <laughs> accusing him of possibly cheating. Hey, thanks for listening to What's the Lie. What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MMXX,
stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.